Hello, I'm Patrick Sullivan, and welcome to Ned Talk, a podcast for the Northeast District of Kappa Kappa Psi. For the second episode, we have once again the five NED officers, myself included, here to discuss our responsibilities and what we've been up to in these first few months of being district officers. Let's dive right into it. The first question we'd like to address is what have we done so far? What have we been up to? And uh, I'm going to pass it over to Dina to start uh, us off. Hey everyone, I'm Dina. I'm the member at large for the Northeast District. Um, before I get started into what I've been up to, I just wanted to go into what the member at large really does for the district, and I'll be referencing the Constitution for that. Um, so one of the big things the member at large does for the district is encouraging and facilitating interdistrict communication, including correspondence and visitation between both Kappa Kappa Psi and Tau Beta Sigma doctors. Obviously, um, visitation isn't really happening this semester, but I've been trying to promote interdistrict communication. I've put together a Slack channel for the district, so we've been able to um, get all officers or all required officers within the district onto one main line of communication. So hopefully that helps streamline communication between not only chapters, but also chapters and district officers. Um, something else that the member at large is supposed to be doing is compiling and distributing email addresses and telephone numbers for all chapter and colony officers throughout the district. And then I'm supposed to distribute that list throughout the district. Um, and I pretty much started that right as soon as I got on to the council back in March. I reached out to the district's chapters um, starting right in March, and I said, hey, can you guys like send me emails and stuff like that? And I was in contact with chapters all throughout the summer to get that list, and it's pretty much done at this point, so only took a few months. And I'm also supposed to be updating that list constantly if there's any re-elections or if chapters hold elections. Um, based on calendar year rather than academic year, I would be updating that list throughout the semester. And I also oversee all of the social media accounts on that are associated with uh, the Northeast District. So all the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook stuff, that's all me. I am posting right on there as often as I can with any updates or any um, due dates or anything like that. And I'm also in charge of distributing the podcast. And constitutionally, I am also listed as uh, keeping alumni in the loop of what's going on. But now that responsibility falls to uh, NIDA, the Northeast District Alumni Association. So that pretty much covers what I've been up to and how that kind of corresponds with my requirements as a district officer. Riley, what about you? So I'm Riley. I'm the SEC Treasurer. The first thing in the Constitution it talks about is the Constitution and how I'm supposed to distribute it to the whole district. Uh, we're currently waiting to get a webmaster, and then once we have a webmaster, they will upload it to the website so the whole district has access to it. The next thing that I talked about in the Constitution for me is fundraising committee, which is a relatively new committee, and we're supposed to meet at district convention. I was supposed to be the head of that committee this last NEDCON, but since it didn't happen in person, we didn't end up having finance committee. For finance committee, we create the budget for the next year, just like a rough draft of it, and then the secretaries and the president finalize it and submit it. Right now, I'm currently working on creating the budget with Patrick and the governors because in-person didn't happen, so it didn't get formed at convention. I also am in charge of getting delegate forms from everyone 30 days before NEDCON, and 
creating a list of all of the delegates from each chapter and alternate delegates from other chapters. I take minutes at all the meetings. I create agendas and send it out every weekend, one day prior to meetings for officers to put reports in. I keep a shared Google Drive for the district council so, so that we all have easy access to files and documents. I handle financial transactions. I do reimbursements for the officers from traveling to conventions. And currently I am creating a list of viable fundraisers for chapters to do during COVID. Who's next on the list? Is it Matthew or Ike? That one falls to me, Riley. Thank you. Um, what's up everyone for those listening at home it's ike your boy the vice president for programs for the district some of what i do uh, i have to keep in contact with the national history and archives team to provide any relevant district historical archive that's really uh not relevant right now because i usually compile a list and will submit it at the end of my term to them at district convention i have to present to the district uh the documented history that contains our history, current programs, and worthwhile projects chapters. So that's fun. Y'all might remember that as ISI. We formally <laughs> took that name away from it, but that's what it used to be. I have to administer the details of the district award system to chapters of the district. I'll get into that more later. Um, keep an uh, ear out for that because that's going to be important coming up soon. Uh, like Riley has to compile a list of fundraisers, I have to compile a list of worthwhile service projects. I have to distribute them to all the delegates at the district convention and at all three precinct meetings. That will be digital because that's a waste of paper if I print it all out. Um, I also have to send out the district awards. Um, like I said, I'll get more into that, but right now I'll just list them out. Personal Academic Achievement Award, Music Education Awareness Award, Outstanding Sponsor Award, Northeast District Chapter Academic Achievement Award, and the Joint Relations Award um, application. I have to get those sent out. And I work with the Pa Beta Sigma Sectors, Lyric McVoy, um, to administer the details of that award to chapters. And I work with our wonderful Maldina to get that out on social media. Along with awards, I serve as the ex officio chair. And I coordinate with the Pa Beta Sigma Vice President for Special Programs, Emily Anthalico. Uh, she's wonderful. We've actually done a few district meet and greets. We'll probably have a few more, so keep an eye out for those on our social media. I also have to promote national programs uh, like submitting articles to the podium. So you may have seen that early in the year. Um, I worked with the previous Mel Will Johnston to get the details of submitting the articles to the podium out. One more, one more. I also have to, um, along with our governor, Brad, I have to work to put together everything for reading band and musical programs at district convention. And I also have to, I'm sorry, I lied, two more, because I can't count. I have to organize workshops for all three precinct meetings. We'll get to that in a little bit further on. I'm gonna stop talking and I'm gonna pass the baton over to Matthew. Awesome, thank you, Ike. All right, everyone. Hello, I'm, I'm Matthew and I just wanna go over you know, some of the duties I have as the Angie CPM. So, um, as per our constitution, I act as the presiding officer of the district in the absence of the district president, Sir Patrick, just, you know, not be available. I also act as a resource to new and, you know, rebuilding chapters in the district and serve as a liaison, you know, from the district to the uh, vice presidents of membership for all things membership, initiate, pre-initiate, membership candidacies, 
uh, probationary new members, you know, every along the entire spectrum of membership. Um, I inform all colonies and chapters in the Northeast District of the District Convention site, as well as accommodations that can be made and pertinent information. Um, I recently helped form the membership committee under the direction of the district governors, um, as well as I serve as an ex officio member on that committee, the membership committee. And uh, the last thing I do is, you know, I just help prepare and organize materials for the KKSI ritual ceremony performed at the district convention. So hopefully, should we have it in the spring, I will be helping spearhead that. I'm going to pass it on now to our fearless leader, Patrick Sullivan. Thank you, Matthew. So constitutionally, as president, I don't really have many rigid responsibilities. There's the classic presidential responsibilities like presiding over all meetings of the district, which hasn't happened yet because those meetings are at precincts and uh, district convention, which are in the spring, uh, or serving as an ex officio member on all committees. You know, those are classic presidential responsibilities. One that's not really relevant to me in particular, actually, is serving as a seated voting member at national convention, uh, because there isn't going to be a national convention during my time as district president. They only happen every other year. So that point is a uh, kind of moot. When I say that the responsibilities aren't typically rigid, I mean that they say things like rendering all possible services to the district governors or acting as a representative of the district when need be. They're more abstract in the sense that it's kind of a do what you think is right, do what you think is needed at the time, um, which is both exciting and fun because I get to be creative and, and do things that I find to be like effective and interesting. But at the same time, it can be scary because it's kind of unknown what uh, might be needed of me week to week um, when the responsibilities sort of jumble around or, or the workload jumbles around. One responsibility that I have is appointing the district parliamentarian. Now, constitutionally, it says three weeks before district convention. We've taken a, an interesting interpretation of that this year and appointed one about, what, six or seven months before district convention. This was because we really want to try to collect constitutions from across the district and take a look at them and sort of see you know what's working and what isn't working because there's such a wide variety of constitutions amongst the 43 uh, hopefully soon to be 44 chapters in the district so we figured we needed a parliamentarian uh, for the next couple of months to take a look at these help us sort through all this stuff uh, but constitutionally it's funny that it says three weeks before district convention and i look at that and i think oh, you know seven months is technically three weeks before convention uh, another thing the president does is attending uh, NLC over the summer, which is National Leadership Convention. We had a virtual NLC over the summer, and really exciting. We got to have the whole council there, so we all got to experience a wonderful 30-something uh, hours of Zoom meetings packed into one weekend. It was actually um, not as bad as it sounds. It was a lot of inspiring uh, talk and very productive conversations on um, the year and, and what a strange year it is um, at that. And I find it to be extremely helpful. And I think my council members would agree. And I'm really glad that they got to go. And I, I wish that in the future, the NLC would be available to the whole council because it was such a fun experience, not just learning experience, but also bonding experience amongst us all. Another thing the president does is appoints a district webmaster. So constitutionally, it says, Sub, uh, solicit applications by June 1st, appoint by July 1st, 
And yet here we are in mid-October and we're only just about to appoint a webmaster. Uh, and the reason being is because we had a webmaster uh, who was wonderful and she unexpectedly was unable to maintain active status in her chapter sometime around mid-September. And so we suddenly had to make a jump and make a shift to a new webmaster, uh, which is why we're only just appointing one now. A huge, huge responsibility of the president is creating a plan for district convention and also for precincts as well and the precinct hosts coordinating with them. More recently, we haven't had uh, district convention host chapters. They've been hosted at hotels. So the weight of planning the convention has fallen more and more on the shoulders of the presidents, both the KKSI president and the TP signal president. Luckily, there's been an appointment on the national level of a, an event coordinator that we have now who can help us in planning these district conventions. So they alleviate the load from us a little bit, but it is something that I've been spending a lot of time looking at creating a plan for the district convention, a schedule, you know, what are we going to offer for things like music hour options? How long do we want the lunch block to be? What kind of workshops do we want offered? Um, when is this and when is that, et cetera. Uh, and trying to coordinate with TV Sigma to have a coercive like schedule that works out with theirs as well. So, you know, we need joint openings and joint closings at the same time. Uh, we want lunch to be at the same time, maybe. Uh, this year in particular being TV Sigma's 75th anniversary, they have a, an event where they're serving cake and they ask that we have, um, you know, a lighter schedule around that time so that we can have brothers have the option to go to that ceremony and, and enjoy cake with the sisters in celebration of their 75th anniversary. Uh, so that's been, a, you know, a lot of meetings, a lot of planning, a lot of build a schedule, scrap a schedule, try again, move stuff around uh, into different planning blocks to try to build a, a good schedule for convention. Appointing members of the nomination committees also at least three weeks prior, prior to the district convention. Uh, I'm really looking forward to appointing the nominations committee, serving on it and, and leading it and seeing uh, what it's going to produce this coming convention. Because the nominations committee holds a special place in my heart in that I served on it in 2018 when my home chapter at UMass hosted districts and I was put under the magnifying glass by this last uh, nominations committee, which included Dina as well. She really grilled me, asked me some tough questions while I was running for president. Uh, so I have a, a huge love for the nominations committee. It was so much fun. Uh, what a great experience it was to serve on that committee. And I'm really looking forward to building a nominations committee and getting the the tasks completed with that committee and making some good memories along the way with them. Uh, because serving on it at UMass uh, in 2018 was like one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had um, on the district level. Uh, that's pretty much all the constitutional responsibilities that I've had. Other stuff that I do is I try to meet with various chapters on a regular basis. Some chapters reach out more than others. Some chapters don't really respond often. Uh, and some chapters really like to, to reach out. I've actually visited meetings for a couple of chapters, gotten to sit in, see their operations, uh, put in my two cents about what they're doing and, and the good job that they're doing, uh, because really every chapter is doing a great job. I've never met a chapter that isn't doing a great job. And another thing that I've been doing is grilling chapters to get reports in on time, OMRS submissions, getting dues in. I never wanna see a chapter get hit with late fees. And I certainly never wanna see any brothers 
um, going inactive or, or turning away from the brotherhood because they don't have the monetary ability to pay their dues or get their dues in on. So it's something that I dedicate a lot of time to getting those, getting chapters to get their dues in, or at least let me know what the situation is with that, as well as their forms so that they don't get late fees and are still eligible for, for awards at the end of the year. Uh, I've also hosted a couple of chapter leadership conferences with various um, officers and mostly presidents from around the district where you can come and talk about what it means to be a chapter president, what um, good methods for leading a chapter, efficient ways to run meetings, how to handle conflict resolution, things like that. And one of the things that I'm most proud of was a chapter president training workshop that I did. It was national chapter president training workshop number three. Uh, that I co-hosted with TJ, and it, I think it's available on the official KKSI YouTube channel if you were curious and looking for it. Uh, but we hosted about an hour-long workshop talking about the leadership tool belt, and I got to say some things about uh, positivity and learning from failures and stuff like that. That means a lot to me, and I, I really love it because of the feedback that I've received from it, where a lot of Brothers have told me that they watched it and they found it very helpful uh, for their own situations. They found it very relatable and agreeable with what they've experienced and what they believe on in terms of how to be a positive influence, how to learn from mistakes effectively without letting the things that you may have ruined ruin who you are and things like that. So that's one of my favorite things that I've ever done, um, no doubt. So essentially, that's all we've been doing lately. Uh, we've all been very busy. We're also all full-time students, so this is uh, something that we put as much time as we can into while maintaining our academic responsibilities and our responsibilities in our home chapters as well, because we're all also active in our home chapters, and Dina and Ike are their chapter presidents, for example, so they're very, very busy bees or busy brothers. Um, but we also have some exciting plans for the future as well, so I'd like to briefly mention those, and I can begin and talk about some of the things that I'm looking forward to. So I'm actually really looking forward to December 1st, because December 1st is a huge day for uh, as a due date for the fall activity report. I can't wait to try to get as many chapters to get that fall activity report in on time as they can. For the reasons I mentioned before, um, it's good to get that paperwork in on time. It's good to stay eligible for awards and things at the end of the year. So that fall activity report is going to be something that I'm going to be talking about nonstop. And December 1st is that hard deadline for it as well as December 1st being the hard deadline for our original, um, our first draft of our convention plan. And that's going to be very huge because I've, I feel like I've only just started it and there's a lot to, to do, but I've got plenty of time. Uh, but December 1st, the original uh, first draft of the convention is, is due. So that's going to be very exciting when we finally get that together and have our convention plan that we can put up alongside with the Sisters Convention plan, and we can see this beautiful event that we've uh, organized for everybody. Uh, and then lastly, I'm just doing what I always do, looking for chapters that may be struggling or may need help or, or need advice, anything that's going on, really anything at all, because even if I can't help with the problem, I know that there's somebody that I can find that can help. So if you are in a chapter that you think maybe things aren't going well and you would need any sort of external help or you think any external help would be of any use to you, I implore you to reach out to me and you can find me on Facebook. You can uh, find my email and probably even find my cell phone number in several places. 
and I really encourage you to reach out and let me know because I just I absolutely love going in, meeting chapters, meeting brothers, and trying to work through whatever issues may be arising in these crazy times when everything is over Zoom or uh, band programs are in different forms than they've ever been before. Uh, and I, I really aim to uh, help mitigate the conflict that comes from all this uncertainty and stuff like that. So seriously, reach out. Um, I would love to talk to anybody, um, even if you're not in the Northeast District. Hint, hint. Uh, but Matthew, what have you uh, got planned for this upcoming uh, or the rest of the year, I guess? Yeah, um, thank you, uh, Patrick. Um, I'm currently uh, planning on getting some inner circle discussions going. I know that the national uh, organization just rolled out the inner circle, brand new post-initiate um, membership education program that uh, many chapters have now started receiving the mail, like my chapter just got it in the mail. So if you, um, I'm looking at having like district conversations about with, you know, various VPNs, kind of like a round table for sorts, um, just having chats about the inner circle and how we can implement it, especially now during COVID, since the majority of the inner circle does focus on like some in-person stuff. So definitely pivoting that onto an online format, pun intended, um, hoping, you know, that we can serve as a resource to you all, as well as for any programs that are, you know, uh, taking a fall MC class and need a guest person to teach a lesson of the road to wisdom. I am more than willing to do it. I love meeting new brothers, new uh, membership candidates, so always willing to do that. And just like Patrick said, if you are in a chapter in need regarding membership, we are here to serve you guys first and foremost. That's why we ran. Um, we like to constantly be a support system for our chapters. So literally any question, it's an open data communication because that's what I believe in. So yeah, that's all I mostly I got. All right, I guess I'm up. It's nice being the VPP because I'm always in the middle. I never have to guess what my order is. I'm always number three. So right now my plans for the future are, and it's kind of difficult, right? Because I'm the first VPP and I don't really know what I'm doing, but I have some plans. Um, so my first plan is, and Matthew in the chat is reminding me that constitutionally, technically Dina ranks above me. We're changing that. Dina, because I want to be third in line. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I am working on compiling a list of service projects. So um, service chairs in the district, if you're listening, I'm going to be hitting you guys up for your service projects so I can start compiling that list. I'm also working with, like I mentioned before, I'm working with Brad to start getting that reading band stuff going. The really nice thing is that the music from last year is all ready for me so I don't have to worry about that I just have to start getting in contact with possible band conductors so if any of you listening are interested in conducting slash know a good person hit me up um, I am also in the future very very shortly um, going to start working with Dina to push out awards and awards are super important because I want to help recognize the people that deserve it in this in this district, and we want to see those who do deserve it flourish and um, really be recognized for what they deserve. So like I mentioned before, those are the Personal Academic Achievement Award. So if you have a GPA higher than a, I believe a 3.5, you automatically get that award. Um, Music Education Awareness Award, that is for a chapter who's um, promotes music on their campus and does a great job of that. Outstanding Sponsor Award is pretty much what it sounds like. Um, for instance, last year, uh, Matthew Parent, Epsilon News 
sponsor won that because he is super involved and wonderful and exemplifies what sponsors should be. We also have the Chapter Academic Achievement Award. So that is if your whole chapter is a 3.5 average or higher, you automatically receive that award. And um, near and dear in my heart, because I work very closely with Tau Beta Sigma, is the Joint Relations Award. So those are given to those are given to um, a chapter of KKSI and a chapter of TB Sigma, uh, at which both chapters are both organizations are located, and there, that's for how well those chapters work together. So that's the first thing I want to push out to everyone. So for those listening, that's going to be um, a brother chapter will nominate a sister chapter, and vice versa, the sister chapter will nominate a brother chapter. Um, the important thing with any program or anything is pay attention to our social media. Um, Dina and I are, ha are working very closely to get make sure everything is out on social media and to make sure that you guys are updated. So follow our social media. And like Matthew and Patrick said before me, hit me up. I'm a very friendly guy. I like making new friends. Add me on Snapchat. Follow me on Instagram. Add me on Facebook. Email me. Hell, even text me because I'm up till all hours of the night and I don't really sleep well. So just text me. I'm totally cool with that. And again, I'm going to stop talking because I'm tired of my own voice and I'm going to let Riley talk. Uh, so in the future, I will be very soon creating the budget for uh, the district for this academic year. Uh, since we finally have a definite location for district convention, uh, I will also be making a fundraising committee compiled of treasurers from around the district to brainstorm ideas of virtual fundraisers that chapters can do now that COVID is among us. Um, and I'll also be creating the application for the finance chair for NEDCON. Uh, like I said, if you have any questions about finances, treasurer things, secretary things, I'm on all social medias and Yes, I will let Dina talk now. Thank you. Um, so basically, I have a couple of things planned for the rest of my time as member at large. First off, I'm really excited to start working with the webmaster once they're appointed. I have a lot of ideas for the uh, Northeast District website. I want to make it as accessible as possible to as many brothers. Um, and really just put everything that we can on that website and put all our resources that we can out, out there. So I'm really excited for them to be appointed very, very soon. And one of the things I'm also very excited about is putting together some chapter to chapter uh, communication programs uh, throughout the district. I've been working with some logistics on how we can get a, um, what I like to call a Zoom Pal uh, program for chapters to kind of get to know other chapters in the district. So hopefully that'll be getting out soon. I've been trying to work on the logistics of that. Um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And then last but not least, as you all know, I run the social media for the district. So I'm trying to get up some different content. Um, some of you may have seen earlier in the semester, I was doing chapter highlights. I'd like to pick back up with that and really recognize chapters um, for what they do for their schools and for the district. So if there's any sort of um, content you'd like to see on our social media page, just reach out to me. You can find my phone number. It's probably plastered somewhere on the internet uh, or follow me on social media. 
Um, I will respond almost any time of the day because like I, I also don't sleep very much. Uh, being a full-time student and be on the district council and being chapter president. So that being said, that's pretty much all I have planned. I'll give the floor back to Patrick for any anything else you'd like to say. Yeah, thank you. I think that that's it. I think that we're just about done and that that will be the uh, wrap up for our second episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. And I would actually like to end this episode the way that Rasai ended one of our council meetings one time because I just loved it. Peace, love, and soul!